Hello everyone, thank you so much for joining me for my interlude this week. My name is Pav, sometimes known as Wonder Woman, and I am half of the dynamic and vibrant hosting team of the Staff Room Podcast. We also host The Drive, a morning radio show on Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice Ed Radio. We have been very fortunate to be hosted by School Rubric. Our articles and podcast episodes are linked to their website. We are connected to an amazing group of educators who have come together to form the Education Never Dies team, and we are hosted by the On Podcast Media Network. Please check us out on Twitter at Staff Podcast for our link tree and lots more information about Che and myself. So today, for my moment of Zen, I wanted to talk about a topic that has come up several times in the past few weeks and days, and that is leadership. We had some great conversations this week on our Education Never Dies Ed Chat on Twitter, hosted by our teammates, Punk Rock Classrooms. There was also some informal talk surrounding leadership with many of our dear friends on Twitter, and Che and I are constantly talking about leadership with one another. In fact, one of the first conversations Che and I ever had so long ago was in regards to leadership. More about that later. This topic has evolved in my mind so many times that I'm sometimes not sure anymore what the definition of a leader is. There are so many different variations of leadership, so many different ways that people can demonstrate qualities of good leaders. It gets muddled in my mind. Am I a leader? Is the person sitting next to me a leader? Are we all inherently leaders? And do we have to be able to prove that to others? What are some of the ways that people can be considered to be leaders? It really can become a philosophical debate, and I'm not entirely sure that I have a very good grasp on this topic, but I'll reflect on it anyway. Undoubtedly, there are lots of different facets to leadership, but there have also been some qualities that have been cemented in my mind in the past few weeks of deep conversation. I want to talk about a few key points here, and those are, what was my past understanding of leadership? What is my current understanding of it? And where does the conversation go from here? So, as a teacher, working my way through the grind of this profession, I wrongfully equated leadership to administration. And my understanding of administration itself was very narrow. I saw the authority portion, I saw the management portion, and I will lump paperwork into that category because it's a big part of management. And I saw the hierarchical or the stepladder portion, which sort of ties in to authority, but I'll dive into that in a moment. I always hover and circle around admin. I've been urged to pursue it from many people, but I've always been hesitant because I never thought I had good management qualities. I used to equate good management to good leadership. I know that this is because of my own mindset and I've been working at amalgamating all my thoughts and feelings about what it takes to be a good leader, which these reflections have really been helping me work through. So I guess it comes back to the fact that in my mind, leaders were people who led and the people that I chose to see as actively leading were administrators. I came of age believing that there was a chain of hierarchy in any professional setting and that you had to work your way up that ladder in a step-by-step -step fashion in order to get to a position of leadership. The term leader comes with a certain amount of power attached to it. When we think of leaders, we picture heads of bodies, heads of companies, heads of governments, heads of movements. 
I began to wonder in the last little while if we should remove that notion of power from the idea of leadership because there is value in the quiet forms of leadership as well. Do we need to hold on to this idea of power in order to be effective leaders? Do we need to have people beneath us proverbially in order to consider ourselves to be leaders? Should we be commanding the room when we are leaders? There's so many notions that I'm starting to doubt and thinking otherwise. Now, I've always been a difficult person to teach. It's my stubbornness that hinders me. I'm not talking about school book learning. That I've been okay at. I don't always respond well to being lectured about my shortcomings or even life lessons in general. I have this unique way of tuning out if I can't make a personal connection to something right away. Just ask my parents. But those lectures and conversations always stick to me. So weeks, months, and in many cases, yes, years down the road, when I finally come to that same conclusion on my own, I remember that talk. And I give credit where credit is due. So here comes the story. Pay attention. I'm not going to keep giving this guy gems like this one. A few years ago, I was urged to apply for a position of leadership in a central role. I'm going to preface the story with the fact that I didn't get the job. I wasn't upset by it. I was actually very relieved at the time. I remember being so very hesitant to apply for this position at the time because I didn't want to enter leadership at that time in my life. I vividly remember a conversation with Che outside of his classroom door, students buzzing all around us, telling me I was already a leader. I didn't need the title of that particular position to reaffirm that fact for me. So if that was the reason I wasn't applying, it was already too late. Che told me to get over that part of this hurdle and just apply for it to see what would happen. He said I needed to get the experience either way. I have to admit, I didn't believe him when he said I was a leader. Who, me? I'm no leader. That's something teachers tell everyone, isn't it? It felt like a prescribed speech he would give anyone in a scenario like that one. I obviously didn't tell him that at the time. In fact, I'm not sure I ever told him that, that I didn't believe him. So Che, I didn't believe you at the time. I think you already knew that though, because we've had the same conversation many times since. In fact, I didn't believe anyone when they told me I was already a leader. When I was young, when I was young, and when I say young, I mean when I was 16, 10 years ago, my mom had nicknamed me the leader. It wasn't in a pleasant way though. I was always the one organizing the weekend plans for me and my friends. It was the initiative I always took. No one ever did it right, and it was something I knew I was good at, so I just did it. My mom hated that I was the one always planning for social events, so every time I was getting ready to leave for the evening, she would say, oh, there goes the leader getting ready to round up her followers. I would roll my eyes, grab my coat, and I would be out of the door, But now I think, hey, maybe I should have made better use of my leadership qualities at the time. Regardless, I've always had those low leadership qualities. So then why didn't I see that until recently? I think I was looking at it from a different perspective. Becoming an administrator was taught to be the next step with respect to leadership in the profession of education. And anything other than that was seen to be a lateral move. So over the past few years, that has been the first misconception that I have had to overcome. 
Administration is not the same thing as leadership. Can great leaders also be administrators? Yes, of course. But that also means that there are administrators that are not great leaders, and we have all encountered those. So therefore, we have to come to the conclusion that leadership cannot be equated to simply having a title of administration. I think it's also important to recognize that we have also associated many aspects of management within the administrative role to leadership. We have to get away from that. Leadership is a part of the administrative role. We can be good at the management part and not be a good leader as well. Sometimes people get caught up in that idea of what it means to be a leader. So that's why it's better to start thinking of leadership as an entirely different entity altogether. And I know that these are basic truths. Many of you might be listening going, yeah, okay, Pav, we know this already. But sometimes I don't know if we all do. We are not always paying close attention to the language that we use to talk about ourselves and our peers and colleagues surrounding leadership. Anyone can be a leader in the role that we are currently in. And just like that, the following is also not groundbreaking information, but I think we all need to be reminded of it. The importance of servant leadership. Can we still be leaders if we don't have the job title to go with it? Absolutely. We have to recognize our reason for being leaders first. Are we doing it because we want the accolades? Or are we doing it because we legitimately want to help the people we are around? As a fellow educator, I do hope it's the latter of the two reasons. We are in education first and foremost to propel our students forward into their next stages of life. In order for us to do that, we have to work as a team. Each and every part of that team requires leadership. Every time we produce something to help our teammates, that is leadership. Every initiative taken by a person on the team to push us toward our specific goal is an act of leadership. Sometimes our role as leader even involves us not being an active participant for a particular point in time. We may be in a situation where we choose to take a back seat in order to let others that may be more knowledgeable about a situation take the lead. That can be leadership too. Assisting our peers with something they might not know how to do is an act of a leader. Most of the time, hopefully, we are not doing these things to gain attention towards ourselves. We are doing it to achieve a shared goal. We cannot be leaders as individuals. We can only be leaders in groups. Everyone plays the role of leader when they are working in a group. We don't need to be seeking the recognition for it, and we don't need a title for it either. We have a hierarchy for our systems, and people fill these positions of responsibility. And because we have these systems set up, some really great people step up and have been really amazing representatives of responsibility. And there are others that have not demonstrated these qualities. I think that what we need to do is start to separate that word leader, since it carries so much weight, and call these positions of power as roles of responsibility. Semantics certainly have a big role to play in this. We have to be careful how we use the term leader because the definition seems to be evolving very quickly. I know I have lots of learning to do in this field. There are many books on my list to get through on this topic, so I'm learning as I go. I know that the conversations we all have are helping 
to move me into evolving more as a teacher, as a leader, and just as an overall good person. So I'm always grateful for that. Please send me the names of the books you are reading, the podcasts you are listening to, and the people I need to be following to grow more in this field. Thank you for being here with me for my interlude today. We are thrilled when you join us, and we love to engage in conversation regarding our interludes and episodes on Twitter. Please reach out to us with your thoughts and ideas. Che and I drop new episodes every Friday evening. Looking forward to seeing you all again soon. Ciao for now.